All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. All right, welcome to the show, the last one of 2022. 2022 yeah something like that what? uh the last show of this year whatever year it happens to be i i think i'm living in 1985 still um lonnie good to see you hi yeah hello hello what's this formal shake hands across the <laughs> but, you know a couple of years it's like Fuck all right and the voice of reason can we might have a couple of other hello. stragglers uh well, here comes one now. Should we let him in? Yeah, we'll let him in. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. We're live. We're on the air. You're late. Um, Sorry. So, yeah, before we get into this week's topic uh, or topics, because it's got real, really no sort of structure other than kind of the year in review, so it can go any which way. I do want to, as always, take the opportunity to thank everyone who joins us on these live podcasts or these podcasts on Spotify, on iTunes, wherever you listen to or consume a KISS podcast. Thank you for giving us your time. Mark agrees with the sentiment. This is becoming when I start having like these Sorry. thoughts, he belches to bring me what? back to reality. <laughs> like, the mute button. Yeah. Oh. So I do want to thank everyone for joining us. Whenever you join us, listening to the show, your support throughout the year is very much appreciated. The comments that you've left are very much valued. Uh, the feedback that you give us during these shows is also really cool. We do appreciate Everybody. it all. Um, Andrew's watching. Tales of a Kiss Geek is watching. Ian Conahan, uh, Bill Phelps, good to see you all. Thanks for joining us. Earth Dog, big brother fan. Thank you. Um, I want to read some of the comments from the last episode uh, before I ask you if anyone got any Kissmas presents. Um, and let me just trawl through here. Uh, I'd be up for another recording of Hotter Than Hell. I prefer the resurrected version of Destroyer. So there is one person, well, there are actually a couple who uh, posted on the board and elsewhere that they also prefer it as it's the version that they either got after becoming a fan or one that they just happened to prefer the Sonics for. So there is no case of all sizes fit all when it comes to being a kid fan it's always good to be reminded of that fact um oh charles bronson mark you know this one's going to be for you right um <laughs> uh -huh. oh no because oh no, he's asking about your first uh music video for project gemini which is actually a good idea when are you going to do a music video for project gemini um he thinks that hotter than hell and kiss unmask would be cool switched in production ken what do you think Switch those around. They'd, would either be any better? You're muted, Ken. Come on, Ken. You're better than that. I'm sorry. Switch the direction. <laughs> I, I, I would want either of those two either switched or I wouldn't want their production that they either way. I'd want some other production other than what they got. You don't want Parasite with like some keyboards and shit like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I just it's got to gotta be something else some other production some good rock producer well would if jack douglas had produced a kiss album which early kiss songs would have sounded good with horns mm. but brass yeah. that that would have been kind of interesting oh our camera quality is sexy today that's always nice to hear uh, so sorry about what you have to see in i like all ken in hd yeah ken, ken is the voice of reason in hd <laughs> All right, so that's enough of Very those scary. comments. 
Christmas. Did anyone get anything for themselves or were they given, gifted anything for Christmas this year, Ken? I did get, well, my Alive uh, 2 picture discs finally arrived. Um, that was nice, and, and they did a nice job on that. I liked how they had the the red on the inner uh, of the yeah, look cool. cover, uh, which which allows you to create, kind of recreate the original cover that way um, after you pull out the inner sleeves. So that's cool. And it came with, I, I had this, this is another, sh another live t-shirt. This is a tour shirt or whatever, uh, that package. So yeah, that, that's all I got for as far as kiss goes. Yeah, I didn't get any Christmas stuff. Um, Mark, what about you? How was your Christmas? Um, I didn't get anything kiss related for Christmas either. Uh, mainly just because uh, most of the stuff that I wanted, I got earlier. Like I got the Alive Two and stuff like that. But uh, I got unexpected stuff that was non-kiss related, basically. Lonnie. Um, I got my creatures box, which I said, you know, what I was I was waiting for. I've been, you know, listening um, to a downloaded version of it, so it was cool to get to get the box and to dive into that. So that was, you know, very enjoyable. But um, other than that, you know, it was just good to um, actually go, be able to go and, and see family and friends. So it was a good day. Yeah, that's what it's all about. We did we did our family thing here, which is all all I care about on Christmas Day. Um, Daniel. Hi there. Glad you could join Hi. us. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I don't know what I was thinking. <clears throat> but um, I mean, I mean, what else would you be doing at this hour? Like sleeping? <laughs> sleeping. No, I actually rewatched an old film with my girlfriend, Jeremy Maguire. It was awful. Uh, oh, from geez. what I remember, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a great movie back in the day, but now it was so boring and, you know, too bad. Uh, but now I'm here. Cool. You get anything for Christmas? Um, I was just like stroking my kiss tickets like Blofeld in, in James Bond Don't all Christmas. Show. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get I, I don't need anything else. No, so you got five, five tickets. Well, let's get into looking back at 2022. And I, I'm going to throw this out immediately for you to think about. What was the favorite podcast episode for our show that you participated in this year? Um, and if you watched any other KISS podcast, what episode immediately jumped to mind when I asked you about other KISS podcasts? Because it's always nice to share some love with our fellow podcasters out there if we watched any shows. Um, so give that some thought and remind me to roll back around to it when we you know, get a bit deeper into the show um because it'd be unfair to expect you to do that like right now um let's start with off the soundboards this year we had three and please feel free to correct me if i'm wrong on anything because i'm so unprepared today it's sickening um virginia beach was followed by donnington was followed by Des Moines 77. So a 96, an 04, and a 77 show were released this year. Do you have a favorite out of those? Do you have any that you skipped? And, you know, just what are your general hopes for 2023 if and when it comes to off the soundboards? Mark, let's start with you. It was, it was pretty close uh, for what was my favorite one. Uh, 
for a while there it was it was it was close between uh you know the uh the Moines one and the uh Donington but Donington is my favorite one easily for for sure uh that I really enjoyed that one but as everybody seems to be saying online the 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 one that I couldn't stand and I didn't buy at all after I sampled a bit of it was Virginia Beach. I thought it was absolutely the, the, the most atrocious thing I've heard uh, from them. And I, I don't know why they released that. I mean, the, to me, that's just unbelievable. But Donington is definitely the one that I thought was the, the was the best one. I mean, I have to say the Des Moines one was, was pretty good, too. I was pretty surprised with that. Uh, but the, that's, that's the two that I have on vinyl are uh, Tokyo and uh, the, uh, the the Moines I have on vinyl. But uh, the other ones, like Donington, I have on CD. And the reason why I got it on CD is because I've, I listen to most of my stuff in the car. So I wanted to have that available for me to listen to all the time when I'm driving around because I really enjoyed that one. So, yeah, but that's my favorite one. Okay, you could pick one era to be represented. Let's say they only do one off the soundboard next year, and I have no idea. It's just mm. that, let's say they're only going to do one. What lineup would you want that to be? Oh, Dalt, for for sure. I I think I I think I'd want it to be, uh, uh, Eric Carr one with Bruce, like maybe you know like the, I think that lineup would be good. Bruce, uh, Paul and Gene and Eric Carr. Okay. All right, Lonnie. Favorite favorite of the three? Um, well, all three are very different. And while I did enjoy that Des Moines seventy seven, which is a real good um, alive two type of companion, I am gonna have to echo that. Echo that Donington was my favorite. It is the one I still listen to the most. Um, I thought it was a real shame back in. 97 98 type era in between reunion and psycho circus if they didn't do a proper release of a show or compilation of shows from the reunion tour considering how successful it was and we finally got some kind of official soundboard type of release just to hear how good that band sounded um early in that tour and you know that that's fairly early early on it's still like like yeah august of 1996 they hadn't even been playing together two months yet at that point they're all still feeling pretty good enjoying each other's company and you know playing good as a band um so i thought it was a very authentic release from 96 and i've wanted that for a really long time so like um so it was it was it was really it was it was fantastic so it's definitely definitely my go-to. As far as what I would want, as far as a soundboard in 2023, come on, I, w- I want Gene, Paul, Eric Singer, and Bruce Kulik. Come on, don't be don't <laughs> go, that, that, go listen to a live three. That's a shitty question. Well, go listen to a live two if, instead of listening to the morning <laughs> night. If that's, if that's your argument, you know, I I want I want a. South America '94, Japan '95, something like that. That'd be mm. that would be fantastic. That that would that would really that would that would be the ultimate for me for for my era, my favorite era of the band. <clears throat> South America '94, Japan '95, something like that, with an unmasked show with with Bruce and Eric Singer. All right, Ken. He just dissed alive too, by the way. What say you, Ken? <laughs> Yeah, he did just alive too. Uh, I, you know, 
I'm gonna give it a tie uh, for. Oh, it's a tie. Oh, no, ties. no ties. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm gonna take seventy-seven. Do it. I'll go with Des Moines. Um, that one. Um, so you know, I like I like classic Kiss. You know, what can I say? Um, so yeah. I, so as far as uh, another release, um, maybe the. The Australian when they pay, played on that little boat with the just the three of them, <laughs> the three men and a shark, the, the three men and a shark, the, the shark show, the show for the shark, the shark in Australia. But uh, no, ser- <laughs> seriously, um, I think uh, something in the '80s, definitely mid '80s, maybe something from the Asylum. Uh, I would I would like an Asylum. Yeah. Definitely asylum. So I think that's the era that they should hit next. If that's you know something I think needs to be done. And thus the voice of reason has spoken. Make it so universal. He said Make so. Make it so. <laughs> All right, Daniel. He he's already picked asylum as a possible. But out of the three, what was your favorite? I'd have to go with. Uh... Des Moines from 77. I think it was a, a, a great yeah. recording. Was Tokyo from this year or was, was it last year? That was the, that was last, 2021. Prior year, right? Yeah, that was funny. I like that one as well. Um, yeah. The rest are okay as well. Um, uh, but I think the best soundboards we got um, in other ways, not officially released. Oh. And, and we actually got a great one from, I think it was New Jersey 85 from the Animalized Tour. Uh, that one sounded great, but uh, that's of course unofficial. But but uh, that was actually my favorite soundboard from from this year. Uh, but maybe we'll get into that later on. Uh, when it comes to what I would like to hear, um, I'm right there with with Lonnie, something with the, the Eric Singer Bruce Kulick lineup. Um, I love the way they sounded from '92 to '95. Of course, I'd like to hear something from Australia in '95 because I haven't heard any crisp-sounding um, soundboards from there. We have a great one from Tokyo at '95. Uh, there are some great ones from um, I think it's a, an audio recording from Brooklyn '92 that, that I really love. I think it's a good one, and uh, uh, I'd actually like maybe Wembley '92 would be pretty cool. England, you know, so, so so something from from that era, uh, because we got a few from the Eric Carr era, uh, unofficially released, and, and I, I really enjoyed those as well. All right, it's tough. Yeah, well, it's not tough to consider which one of the released ones I like the best. It was Des Moines. That was an unknown. No, no, there was only a really crappy uh, sound. Um, audience recording of that show uh previous and it was missing that um that that band intro section so that that was all kind of new and again it's alive to its super kiss it's classic kiss era so that's always gonna win i wasn't that bothered by virginia beach but again i saw it as somewhat pointless because of rock the nation live so it just seemed like a waste of effort other than it probably already sat essentially mastered and ready to go um Donington, I, I want more reunion soundboards. You cannot have too many re- reunion soundboards. Um, so, as far as the again, as far as the release stuff, I'm happy, and I, I think uh, Des Moines is the only one I'm going to listen to repeatedly, and Donington for that matter. But 
what would I like next year? I'd like something I don't expect. And, you know, I, I just I just don't know what it might be because we've got so many examples of recordings that it's kind of tough to surprise us now with everything that does leak unofficially. It makes us a very tough audience to sell to. Oh, God. Thanks a lot. Dubai. Yeah, I'd li- I would like <laughs> to buy. To- we'll yeah. Get there. Yeah, or, already paid for that. I, I would love to get what I paid for, uh, but I don't see that happening any more than Magic getting published in 2023. Um, but, but those are all topics for later. But I, I like the I like the idea of Bruce Kulick being represented on and off the soundboard. So I'll, I'll take anything. I, you know, any tour with Bruce. We've just had Eric Carr included in the Creatures box set. So it, it's nice that that has happened. And then as Ken alluded to, um, or Lonnie, I can't remember which, you know, all, all the unofficial releases have kind of filled that those gaps as well. Let's talk about some of the unofficial releases, you know, which unofficial recordings and let's keep it to audio right now. We'll get into that video idiot in a minute. Um, which of the audio releases that have, popped up over the year has most grabbed your attention or really given you a wow moment daniel um well as i mentioned earlier i really like the one from from i think it was no it was i think it was calgary 85 uh like march 85 i think that was a great uh sounding show and there were i think new year's 85 as well Sounded great. And then, of course, all the Venus stuff from the Creatures era was great to hear, even though he butchered some of the solos, as you guys... Uh, Wait, did, did, we, did we establish that he didn't butcher them? Nah. When I listened to you guys, I, I thought you were quite unanimous that you didn't really like some of his takes, even though it progressed uh, over time and it became better and better. And, of course, he put his stamp on the solos, but uh, you need at least some notes from the original solo, I think, it, at least... Um, Sometimes I don't know what he was doing, and I, and I saw Mark. He he kind of had a hard time with some of the solos when he when he hit some of the notes, Vinny. But um, well, I mean, we all grabbed our ears at one point. I, I do remember that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but but I think it was great just to to hear it because I I really my memory of Vinny Vincent on, on on stage with Kiss was like kind of. Great. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of the Rio show in '83 when he did that fantastic "Calling Dr. Love" solo that I really love. Um, I had no idea he was this bad. From from my point of view, I, I thought he he slaughtered some of the solos, but but it was great fun to listen to and really entertaining and uh, uh, somewhat different. So so uh, I really enjoyed some of the what was it? Rock Ford sounded great and Toronto, where Mark's from, at least the area. Uh, I, th- I think it was a great one as well. So there's so many, and they they all have um, you know their 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 highlights. But I, th- I think uh, uh, the ones from New Jersey '85 and and uh, and uh, Calgary '85, I really like those one, those. And of course, the the Venus stuff was it was real fun listening to, even though I, uh, I had a hard time with some of his solos. But but. Uh, it was an aggressive band, and I, I like the the set list they had and and uh, 
well, it's, it was great fun. So there's so, so much great stuff being released this year. We're, we're really blessed. I mean, it's one of the best years when it comes to uh, leaks, at least. Yeah, I need to uh, do another episode with material from the Lick It Up tour showing Vinny's mm -hmm. development with those same solos and also the, the songs from Lick It Up. Lonnie. Yeah, it is. It, it's difficult to choose because we did get so much stuff in 2022 as far as unofficial releases. I mean, it was very unlike a lot of other years. But that creature stuff that came out shortly before the official announcement of the box set with the Sioux City, Iowa, the Toronto show, um, and others, to me, was the highlight because up until that point, we were always told, well, it just doesn't exist. It's just not out there. They weren't selling well, so they weren't putting in a lot of funds into these shows. So and we were just told that, and we believed it. I'm like, oh, it's a shame. But it... It, it just is what it is. So um, the fact that we got that, we're like, holy shit. And, you know, and, and then, you know, obviously the controversy that surrounded that, oh, there's going to be repercussions of this and that. And, you know, I, I, I don't get into those circles because I'm, I, I'm just not it. I'm, I'm not privileged to be in those circles. Or, so, you know, I, I am sure there's repercussions of that because people hold on to these recordings and they pay, um, substantial amount of dollars for them. So, but that's another conversation. So, those those creature shows to me though were were fantastic to be able to finally hear and then to have them um, kind of portioned together, mixed together on the box set, and even cleaned up further. And and I mentioned it we did when we did our creatures um, review. It kind of sounds the way they did that on the creatures box set just sounds what like an alive album would have sounded like in in 82 83 had, had they gone that route so um but to hear them like you know in a raw type form those are those was really cool but you know daniel mentioned some good ones too there there was a lot to choose from it was it was a, a very good year to be a kids fan all right mark which bob ezrin produced bootleg do you do you enjoy yeah, the most this year <laughs> bob ezrin bootleg well maybe a bootleg might sound better than a studio work but uh oh but uh, I, I think though that uh, the, from the soundboard soundboards that came out, I, I liked the, the Toronto one, the creatures one. I thought that was really good. And of course, being from the area, I was kind of like, oh, you know, it's nice to have a good uh, version of a show from that for me to, to listen to. But uh, Daniel was right. There's a lot of other things that came out that was really good as well. I was just looking on my list here on the side that I had of some of those shows. And uh, I believe that one... Uh, Indianapolis, January 16th, 1986, Asylum Tour. That's one that I thought was really good because, I mean, me being a big Asylum fan, it's my favorite non-makeup Kiss album. So anytime there's something that comes out from that era, uh, I, I, I love I love seeing it. I mean, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about video stuff later, but that's also going to be a discussion later as well. Uh, but the, the Asylum era is really like underrepresented, I think, in the whole bootleg thing. Now, maybe as time goes by, things will start coming out from that era in better quality. Uh, you know, I'm not complaining so much for what we have. I'm glad that we have something than nothing, right? But th that's that's one thing that I think 
I'm hoping it will come out in more deep, more, you know, more, more of it will come out. Let's just put it that way. But yeah, uh, I'm very, very glad that the uh, creatures stuff came out too, because that those, those leaks were really, really good. And I think that to have that many good quality soundboard stuff, and I'm a big soundboard collector guy, I can't stand audience recordings. I mean, to me, they're not even worth having. That's why I can't understand. And I know someone's going to probably egg me from the gallery when I say this, but I can't understand people that drop $300 for these box sets that come out that have, you know, these picture discs, like four picture discs from some tour and some show where the audio is like, <laughs> like you can barely hear what the hell's going on. Some guy with a hand recorder in the audience recording it. But because the box set has all these great posters and pictures and this and that, and they're printed on these nice picture discs, people drop $200 and the audio is terrible. Why would you even buy that? I mean, I don't care what comes with it. I mean, I'm there to listen to the audio, you know? So when they start putting out box sets that have good soundboard quality audio, maybe I'll be more interested in those kinds of bootleg box sets. All right. Mark has laid down the gauntlet. Get on it, bootleggers. All right. Ken. Yeah. I'm with, uh, kind of with, I'm with Lonnie, actually, because the first thing I thought of was the creature stuff. Um, because I wasn't expecting anything ever <laughs> at this point. I mean, we just weren't hearing anything. There was no no sense that there were uh, full shows out there, soundboards, and then there was like all of a sudden three, you know, uh, you know, leaked on one day. I was like, oh wow, this is just awesome. So that and you know, they they were pretty darn good quality. So. I, that's got to be, I mean, even if it, you know, it was a, a spoiler, I guess, for the creature's box, I don't think it really affected the box set anyway so much, barely. I think anyone said, oh, I got those soundboards. I'm, that's all I really wanted in the first place. I'm not going to get the box. I think that's, you know. <laughs> And a lot of casual fans don't even know that these leaks exist. Like I talked about it with my, like I talked about my oh, show a lot. Yeah. Most of the casual fans don't even know such thing. He's like, man, you are a super nerd. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. yeah. And he loves Kiss, has every album, sees it with me every time they come to town. But he's like, what are you even talking about, dude? So no, exactly. I'm with you, Ken. Exactly. No bearing on this. So, yeah. I see both sides of the coin, unfortunately. What it did Too is funny. it stole a wow moment. Yeah. from the label who were i guess already planning on including that stuff in that form on the box set and when they all got dumped online they no longer had the wow moment sure. if you learn about the that they suddenly exist and you learn it from the record label about to release product you have a warm moist feeling because of what <laughs> the record label has mm -hmm. announced instead of them being dumped by bootleggers uh, who basically just download them or, or sold them. I, I have no idea how they get a hold of them. Um, so does it ruin the box set? Technically, no, because it's a different treatment that has been applied to the material on, uh, on the box. It's been turned into a super show of mm -hmm. the era with the best parts from those uh, and the errors cut out. So it's a, li a more listenable, uh, Peter is thinking, but it's brick walled. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, just <laughs> acknowledging him being correct on that and Pablo, but <laughs> wow, 
in selling product is a very important factor and it can really ruin um, products or the perception of those products. So there is a business side of it that just can't be discounted. Are the same people who buy a creature's box going to buy it? Yeah, and they're going to buy all the freaking bootlegs or download them as well because we're nuts and that's what we do. So that's my two cents. Sorry. Did you, were you finished, Ken, or did you want no, to? No, I was finished. Yeah. All right. I got to pick my favorite bootleg from, uh, from this, uh, from this year. I just want to also say we're never going to see another year like 2022 in terms of the amount of shit that's come out. Think about it. Largo 75, we'll get to all the Luma shit in a minute. Mm. You know, all all the soundboards, the off the soundboards, the creatures box set, the demos. Um, absolutely freaking insane as a fan of the music, what we have had in what has otherwise been a bit of a shitty year, economically, socially, and uh, all around the board. The world's not recovered. So as we get to the end of 2022, we, we've got something to celebrate as KISS fans. All right, my favorite, Knoxville 79 without a doubt the 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 peter chris on speed show where he's he's starting off don't forget who sets the tempo in your band when you're playing live it's that guy in the back who a lot of people can't say who decides how fast that car is gonna go his foot is on the accelerator and that night in knoxville peter's foot was on the floor so um, i love that show it's just got so much character it's been very enjoyable yeah, and the creature stuff is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, th there was very little to complain about. Atlanta 79 was a bit chopped. Um, but come on, soundboard, it's all good. All right, l let's get into that topic. The Loomis leaks. <laughs> what are some of your standout favorite video leaks or video releases from the year? What is it that you're really going to look back on 2022 and get a video image from uh, Ken, I'm going to go straight back to you and start. Well, uh, I want to say most all of all of it, really. I mean, there was so many good videos that we just did not see, <clears throat> never had seen, but, you know, didn't know they existed for that matter. And uh, but the live in set the 77 stuff was really, really cool. Um, uh that and 75 i'm just kidding there's still so many things rehearsals uh you know just most of it really most mm -hmm. of it uh i don't know the, the, we got that one recently i don't know it's not Loomis, but you know the the demon antonio or whatever <laughs> captain antonio you know the the one with tony Tina, that was kind of weird but we're seeing all kinds of these things. I think what that did, this Loomis thing, all those leaks allowed others to feel like they could start, you know, putting their versions of videos out there too that they had and they never really published online. You see other people getting involved and putting videos out, uh, which is very cool. So, yeah, but mostly the, it's the 70s stuff live that related to either you know the alive album and, and that sort of thing um that's the best stuff yeah well mark Ooh. Go on. well i mean there's no there's no surprise when people hear me say that i love that 75 largo show that when that came out and uh, even with the really odd effects that they have on there that was what one 
performance I thought was absolutely fantastic. I mean, I still watch that one a lot. I mean, when these leak, when these things came out, when the Loomis leaks came out, I got, you know, I got them all converted onto DVD and they're sitting beside my TV in the living room. And I watched at least one different one every single night. I've, I'm still enjoying them. They're, they're so good. These, these leaks. Uh, the one thing that I was really glad that came out was when the, when the uh, Kobo Hall shows were leaked, that night one finally has the proper encore in there when they gave out the awards and all that. Cause mm. I remember seeing that award ceremony bit on a, on one of the the, the compilations just, that just my ass wasn't it yeah and i always think to myself like where is that from i don't remember ever seeing it because the, i have the videos from my god long time ago from the kiss conventions and both my night one and night two have the exact same encore where gene fucks up the lyrics for uh let me go rock and roll so i'm like wait a minute he did that both nights and i realized now nah, it's probably just the <laughs> same thing both nights right so uh yeah there you go and uh i got the uh when when we got the uh, the proper you know encores for that i th i thought that was great i i was really happy to see that uh you know i think ken also mentioned the rehearsals i think that's great to have those as well in a nice uh quality to see that as well and uh and i mentioned earlier that there was a there's a leak of a asylum show right i mean i don't think it's a complete show if my memory right. serves me correctly yeah. but it was it was good to see something like that with the, with those crazy you know knee breaking lightning steps that they had there for that for those shows you know uh, the, the, I always thought that the stage looked rather interesting and you know maybe one day there'll be a complete show from that tour I'd love to see a complete video of that but yeah I think for me the ones that I watch most often now are the uh, the, uh, the 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 Maryland one there the seventy five, and uh, I also watch a lot the seventy six Destroyer show that that came out. Uh, the reason why I love that one is oh, that yeah. there's about twenty minutes at the beginning where they're on the audience and just showing them and they're they're having a, and a and a Rolling Stones songs are playing in the background. Yeah, and that's just, Houston, right? Yeah, and they're going through the audience and just watching that, and thinking to myself, "Holy shit, I remember." those bad clothes and those bad hairdos that people had back then, you know, it, it, it's just watching that was so fun. And, you know, people, when they saw themselves on camera, they always had to say they're always pointing like at the camera guy every time, you know? Yeah. It's like, what, I don't know what the deal was with that. Maybe that was, it's a seventies thing, but you know, but it was, it was interesting seeing that that's one of the things I loved about that uh, Houston show was seeing the people getting ready for the show back then, it's it's great. Those those leaks were fantastic. All right, Lonnie, which revenge leak did you like the best? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I what sticks with me is again the Largo seventy five. Um, yeah, I think it was really mind blowing for a lot of us. Maybe because it was one of the first ones, if not the first one. It was just like holy shit. And then that seven that the Tokyo seventy seven that three p.m. Tokyo seventy seven show, yeah. um, mm -hmm. really another one that just kind of like like floored a lot of us. Like holy shit, I can't believe that. Um, oh, Andrew Largo ninety two, that's fantastic. It's only half the show, son of a bitch. But yeah, that that Largo ninety two is absolutely stunning, stunning as well. Um, there is so many good ones. It's the problem, mm -hmm. you know. And then we, we we've talked about those 
those encores from from Detroit in, in 76, just completing those shows, but and the rehearsals and, and you can go on and on. Uh, it, it was a it was a very fun couple of weeks while that was going on because you never knew what exactly when you woke up, what what, what are we gonna get today? Because you knew something was gonna happen and you didn't know when or you didn't know what. And almost every time it, it blew your mind what what it was. So I was like, yep. Who am I banning today on the board? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I mean it, it was nuts. I'd had the the audio to Largo seventy five for a couple of years. But it was only when I saw the video uh, with everyone else, I was like, holy crap, this is a complete different When Once you could see the physicality of the band to go with the audio, they're a visual band. Largo 75 to me is where it's at. I, I mean, there are four shows basically that have been in continuous rotation when I go into those. And it's those three Detroit 76s, just cue them up one after the other. And Largo 75, when the band was hungry, they were spectacular. Largo 92 looked great. It just makes it clear, you know, what a, what a crap sandwich a live three really is. When you compare it to some of the other performances, less produced, obviously, and to a house feed like that, uh, I just prefer that. Um, but again, I have not been, this is like the Gene Simmons vault that took me years to digest all of that material, getting it all dumped in such a short period of time made it very difficult to process it for, for me. And, and I'm really bad on video. You know, I, I have to ask you, what the hell is this? Is this something good? Is this interesting? Tell me what's good. Just filter it all out and tell me what I should be watching. Because I just don't know when it comes to all of that, if it's an upgrade or if it's a different angle. So just too much to digest and too much drama that went along with it, which really sucked all of the joy out of it for me. But I'll go back to Largo 75 and the Detroit 76 is any day of the week when I want to hear, you know, young hungry kiss before they found money daniel yeah i don't know if that there's that much more to say you guys said it all but of course largo detroit 75 they were great um i also enjoyed the asylum concert that um mark talked about um especially seeing the the stage uh, from few different angles <clears throat> seeing all the colors and actually finding out some stuff i didn't know like the logo that it liked it, it, it like the flag for i think it was one of the songs towards the end and stuff like that it's always fun to find out new stuff uh, <clears throat> and the revenge show <clears throat> from 92 of course was great even though it was cut in half uh, but uh, we all know that there, there's uh, more stuff on that uh, hard drive from from Loomis and a friend There's of a mine. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine um, actually uploaded ten gigabyte concert from Tokyo '95 that I really enjoyed. So that's the one I go to all the time. Uh, Tokyo '95, you know, great sounding, uh, looks great, uh, crisp crisp picture and crisp sound so so that's the one i go to and, and uh it's been released somewhat and but but i have not seen the complete eight concert online but 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 he he my, i have to tip my hat to that guy and, and thank you for 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 that show because it was awesome and uh that's the one i go to so um well that's that's about it 
Yeah, Tokyo 95 is really something else. Again, I don't think we ever get tired about talking about that period in the band's history when they really were so musically tight. Um, but again, all the conspiracy bullshit drama just really sucked. It, it was irrelevant to enjoying the material, but it really just became overbearing. Um, Daniel, you had some topics that you thought might be you know, worthy to discuss from the year. You know, Do you want to pick out one of yours uh, as opposed to the rest of us? I'm sorry, I, I don't remember what what topics I. <laughs> All right, I suggested it. What do I make? Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> oh, we man. are live. Let's see. Yeah, <laughs> we're live. So that was like a week or two weeks ago. I've done other stuff since then. Well, well, kiss live this year. I mean. There's mm. been a lot of video and stuff that's been shared online from those various shows. You know, what are the high points of the touring year to to you? I was so pleasantly surprised when I saw Kiss live in uh, in this summer. Um, you know, I didn't have that high expectations. I, I, I saw them 2019 and wasn't really that uh, impressed. But this time around, uh, being in the Tele2 Arena in Stockholm with 30, somewhere around 30,000 other people. Uh, I think it was one of the better concerts I've seen with Kiss. Uh, and I don't know if it's because you've actually kind of accepted the help that Paul gets. And uh, uh, But it was such a celebration. Such a celebration. And before the show, they had um, set up a thing in a pub nearby where we gathered hundreds and hundreds of kiss fans they played kiss music from like you know uh, noon is it called noon 12 o'clock in the day i think it's noon yeah uh, so you went there had some beers and uh, talked with some kiss fan met, met you know all that stuff uh, i uh, at a time like that i get how it feels to be religious you know uh, binding over something that you 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 have the you know you're you're like you understand it but don't and you're like this club together so just that whole day uh, being with the kiss fans uh, going to the concert and it was it was a great concert i was pleasantly pleasantly surprised um i didn't think it was would be that good uh so um looking forward to this summer as well uh I'm going to see two more shows with them. And so take my money kiss. <laughs> yeah. So I, I refer to it as receiving communion in the electric cathedral going to a, mm -hmm. a kiss mm -hmm. show, but it applies to any kiss concert because of the people that you bump into the community. And I, I think in kiss, because it's so multi-generational, oh, any legacy act now is multi-generational. Go to an Aerosmith show. It's the same thing. You know, even Molly Crew show, people are bringing their grandkids now. Um, it's just the sense of community. I haven't had that opportunity since I skipped that last KISS show, so I get all my jollies online watching the video. Um, what was it? Buenos Aires, the live stream this year, was absolutely yeah. spectacular. And it wasn't so much... The band was feeding off the energy of the crowd, but uh, you have never seen a better representation of a crowd giving that energy to the band. And the band rising to it um so that that for me was the live standpoint uh standout of the year lonnie yeah 
you know, those 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 streams were good. You know, it was good to see them back. Um, Tori. Um, the cruises were, you know, the, the cruise footage we saw was good too. Um, the uh, the rise to it from Andrew. Good lord, how did we go this far in this episode without mentioning that? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love the hot and the shade yeah. tour for Christ's sake? So, yeah. Hmm. Um, lots of that around. Definitely one of the highlights as well. So, you know, I, it was, I got to sneeze. I'm kind of stuttering right here. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it was good to see those streams live. It was good to see people enjoying themselves. You know, Daniel is the only one. Ken, did you go to a show this year? This year, no. So Daniel's the only one among amongst us that, that went to a show this year. So and so far Daniel's the only one of us that has tickets to a show next year. Look at him. So <laughs> so far. So far anyway, you know, the, the European tour does stop suddenly in July, which leaves some US time open. So we'll see what happens with that. Um but it, it's still good to see them live, you know, to see them still out doing what they love. And watching, like Julian said, watching the audience just still so full of life, you know, you know, seeing them do their thing. Um, it's pretty remarkable, actually. Yeah, so where's Drago? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're coming back. They've done that in every market, mate. It's like it's another chance to eat from the tree. I mean, it, if you're mm -hmm. able to, those ticket prices are bollocks, though. I mean, I was going to buy tickets to Newcastle and Plymouth, and I'm like, forget it. Um, it, number one, I can't get a, a physical ticket, so I was like, forget it. But if you're able to live, of course, they're gonna do it. Did you don't have any regrets? Did you get this interview from Paul today? I read a snippet from an interview with Paul today online saying that, well, it's the end of the road, but they, they keep producing more pavement or some bullshit line like that. Oh, God. It's more more pavement um, more asphalt more asphalt more pavement more concrete just keeps getting laid and you know i like we have no it, it, it almost sounded like we have no desire or, or to quit anytime soon as long it, as you dummies keep pay, paying us we'll it, keep coming out it, it kind of felt like like tongue in cheek like get ready for farewell tour three in about five years from now. <laughs> but that, that's no, the whole I, thing. They're, they're going to surf this wave as long as for the wave sure. goes on. There's, there's no way that they're going to walk away from money. I mean, look at, they're now using, <laughs> they're onto their second promoter in many markets now. So live nation, that wave has crested, but they're still in the water uh, paddling back for the next one. Uh, and as long as those waves keep coming, as long as we keep going, we're the ones who keep them on the road. Not yeah. them. If no one went to the shows, they would have been off the road already uh, yeah. sitting at home. But I, I think also when you've been in the business for 50 years, you've forgotten to how not be in the business. And how do you walk away from, making millions a night selling instruments, meet and greets and all that crap. Um, it, it's, it's just, it boggles the mind. Can you imagine Gene Simmons being retired? I mean, we've all seen him in his bunny suit and his slippers, yeah. but can you actually see him tending a garden? You know, no, no. but you know what? I, no, I, I think that he can retire. I think of all of them, I think Gene can retire and I have and I have and I don't have any worry about Eric Singer because somebody will pick him up immediately when he becomes available as a drummer. Okay. 
But the other guys, you know, uh, Paul doesn't have a hope in hell of doing really anything after this is done. I mean, except maybe his, you know, R&B nonsense there. But uh, other than that, I mean, he, he, what's he going to do? The guy can, can't sing anymore, right? So the, the, he's, he's the one who's riding the wave. I think Gene will be more than happy because he has so many ideas to make money. We saw it during his Gene, you know, his uh, family jewels times that guy can find avenues to make money left right and center uh, if, if money is their motivation the touring isn't the only way to make money especially gene can tell you that a hundred times over but you know and look being a musician too i understand the whole thing with the money thing yes you're going to keep playing as long as the money's there but i mean after a while it just starts getting a bit ridiculous here like they're going back to the same places seven eight times i mean there's you know Really, I mean, people are starting to like. Not for me personally, I I don't I don't believe this thing is going to ever end. Now, you know, I I mean, it's going to keep going until one of them actually like nice. are phys physically unable to do it anymore. Like, God forbid, nothing happens to them like bad, like somebody passes away or something. But you know, it's going on for way too long, in my opinion. You know, as kids will always continue as long as they earn money. But I rather rather see Kiss fans going to concerts and keeping Kiss alive as a live band than buying those awful reissues of LPs and making that the the thing. Oh, <laughs> you know the red you color, the them. blue color, the purple color. The same just music me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just because Mark said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit tired of. But go and see. You won't regret going and see the band It's an experience. Well, we it's would if they'd come near us. Yeah, yeah, they just like the tour. Euros. Come to Concord. They just, they just want those it's, euros. I think that's that. Yeah, give them the euros. Come over here again and again. I'll, I'll go. And if it, because I, and if it actually I, I, was live. Instead of buying five old LPs, you can actually buy a ticket and go and see some real cool stuff. Live and make fans. Does it for the money. <laughs> what? So what was the subject? Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna say the uh, the I agree with the South America stuff um, was just fantastic. Uh, seeing yeah. that. <laughs> Ken brings us back okay. to point. No, no. I mean, that's what – it's like I don't know what. I didn't even get, get the Getting back to the topic question. Yeah, so the South American live show, uh, Ar you know, Argentina or whatever, where they – you know, it was a pro shot stuff. Um, yeah, I I like that so much where the, the fans are so into it and they're, they are singing the riffs of the songs. Um, that is just totally the coolest thing in the world. Uh, we never do that here in the states no. or anything no uh we, we probably should We're too but, cool uh, to do that here no north american uh, audiences are freaking dead logs that's I, think the, sarcastic. I think i think the, the problem is that you have so much to choose from I mean, and, okay, I'll go and yeah, see we're Kiss tomorrow, here. Pepper, then, we then are I'll see Bob the Crew, and then I'll see, you know, in South America, it's a thing. We you know, like, yeah. We've seen them so many times where in South America, it's a rare thing that they get them down there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know, Christmas or, Hanukkah, or whatever coming, you know, once in 20 years or whatever. during the tour then it's, with how long they waited. Yeah, yeah. So, 
I downloaded that one of those shows and and put it on. No, DVD. he's not. Uh, I thought it was just just fantastic. Uh, so that's that was the cool stuff for me, and I hope they you know do some other stuff. But I'll, I will mention that you know that rise to it video. <laughs> How about that Andrew, video? It was, you know, that is really cool. And I think <laughs> I th I thank Andrew for doing those things. Doing it's it's yeah, very okay. fun. Those things, those yeah. all those videos he's done have, have been great. Um and it's we've great. seen other artists do it, do the stuff. I mean artists, but yeah, you know, I guess they're artists. Um, but other people making videos, uh, you know, kiss stories. You've seen those the series of that stuff and and some other, you know, ones that have kiss fans, you know fanatics of kiss uh you know who love kiss you know put out these beautiful videos uh for us to watch and i think it's really yeah. a cool thing i, I love what andrew 2023 yeah i love what andrew has been doing through the years but you have to say at least that the heart and the shade thing the live the live stuff is great but uh, you do understand why they couldn't release some sort of exposed to using that that uh video footage because the backstage footage is is Duller than hell, you know. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing going on. Fest. Yeah, it's a real snooze fest, to be honest. But uh, uh, I, I love the video. But what can you do with that stuff? I mean, they sit that stuff, and, and nothing happens backstage, unfortunately. Mm. So, so there's not much going on. It, it would have hurt the band if they tried to be this cool band going into the '90s and showing that stuff. It would work. So. Uh, they should release a live video, however, however, but the backstage stuff is like. But that's so but that's, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate, though, to what touring is most likely like yeah, course, during that course. time. But, I mean, don't yeah. forget exposed and all that stuff. That's completely staged shit. You know, that doesn't really what? happen. Yeah. You know, what, are you what are you talking about? That is that is complete oh, horseshit that oh, that happens with those guys. Oh, house together. <laughs> it's, it's comedy. It's comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so the, I think that's it's better to have some comedy and humor than yeah, to show exactly. some dark shit from backstage. Yeah, don't you agree? Yeah, agree. Yeah, but but imagine if they would have released one of the Detroit shows, you know, in 1990 live. That would have been a good release. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, th there's still a lot of ground to cover in terms of you know some of that stuff. You know, we were talking about Andrew and you know yeah. rise to it and his video work. I mean. I actually love watching the the multicam of Fort Wayne that he put together, which yeah, that's you know, a good one. Is really good. Obviously, uh, the pit cam stuff um, is fun, but also taking you know, I want to see more multicams in twenty twenty three. I don't care whether they're mm -hmm. audience sourced um, or or stuff you know from other sources, but I think we need to see more of that. I want to see more documentaries. You know, there have been some podcasts that have been doing documentaries about the band's history as well. Those are all very well done. But I mean, now that everything's getting nuked on YouTube, whenever anyone posts anything, unfortunately, yeah, that's it becomes, a... it's it's becoming more and more difficult for anyone to use that as a platform. Ooh recently no, so i hope work. we hope we don't get a copyright takedown on this because we said some a word that someone thinks they own the the rights to um yeah so here, here here's the man himself japan 77 in 2023 so awesome 
the, there are things to look forward to next year. Um, Kiss merch, you know, chalkies, the 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 stuff I call crap, Kiss crap. Mm. Did you buy any Kiss crap this year uh, in terms of the merch? One thing I wanted to buy this year that I've not been able to find was a 2023 Kiss calendar. Oh yeah, who who the it's fuck drops there, the ball on not official? Yeah, unofficial. There's no Epic Rights licensed calendar that I've been able to find. If you've seen one, and, and that goes to anyone out there who's uh, um, watching or listening, clue me in. I don't want to buy an unofficial. I, I was so disappointed today at the office when I took down my 2022 one and chucked it in the bin. It's like it's been my trusty companion all year long. But I only really bought, I think, one piece of merch this year, and that was the snow globe. Um, and I guess it's technically not merch since it came from the cruise. But Lonnie, out of all the colored vinyl things that have just been insulted, um, which which were your favorites? You know, and what was the favorite merch this year? Um, you know, I, I think I think the box set, the super deluxe box set, can be considered merch because of everything that's included um, with it. Between you know. The, the pictures and and everything else that 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 comes with it, you know, I, th I think that that takes the that takes the prize. They've they've really hit it out of the park the last two years between Destroyer and Creatures, and you know, hope, hopefully, hopefully more to come. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I haven't as, as much as I used to buy everything that they they put out from, and I've displayed some of the crap that I've bought over the years on on previous shows. Um, I've scaled down as far as that goes, and it's more about quality. And and they've really hit it out of the park with these super deluxe box sets, because um, not only is it music, but it, it's high quality type type of merch as well. Um, yeah, there's colored release of the um, off the soundboards and things like that, and, and that's fun. But the uh, the quality of these boxes is is my favorite merch that I that I purchased the last two years. All right, Ken, is it hard to choose through all that merch that you picked? It, yeah, I mean, it's it's all good. I enjoy all of it, actually. Um, I, I would, you know, if they were going to do another box set, uh, I do. I did like how they did the three three vinyl version of Creatures, uh, yeah. the color bird. But, you know, going one step further, they do a box set next year. I'd like them to really put the same... Uh, box set out in vinyl the same all the same music completely uh what you what you get on cd you're gonna get on vinyl complete all the same so if you have if you had a choice then the person can just buy the vinyl version and still have everything you know the book and everything else so i would hope they do that otherwise you know this is only really i mean merch you know or if you if you call the the uh what is it the um the t-shirts and stuff that come with these colored picture discs and stuff like that. These are just the pins, you know, but um, I, I didn't go too crazy otherwise, other than the vinyl and box set. Mark. Um, yeah. I, I mainly stuck with the, the colored stuff that came out, like the albums that came out. And uh, again, I, I, I want to thank, uh, I believe his name is David, who is a listener of the FAQ who sent me a, the, uh, Revenge 30th anniversary one because I missed out on 
getting it and he sent me an extra that he had of it. So that got me caught up on the colored vinyl stuff. But I'm more into the t-shirt things. Like I got this Kiss Elder t-shirt from online, right? When that came out with the flying V and everything, right? Uh, on it. And I like their t-shirts. I think that's one thing that I had to give a lot of credit to them about. I mean, I've been bitching about Kiss online for a long time now on this podcast. But the one thing that they've been doing really well is their t-shirts. I think that the t-shirts and the different selections of shirts you can get for Kiss are really, really good. I mean, I, you know, I peruse a lot of different other bands, uh, online stores, and most other bands don't have as much selection of t-shirts as Kiss does online. I mean, you know, I love Rush and Yes and all these things, and they're, they're very low on, you know, different versions of shirts and stuff like that. Right. So I, I'll never complain about the, the T-shirt end of the KISS marketing thing. They're great. Uh, if I if I had more flex, more uh, available cash on me that I could use for, you know, whatever I wanted, I would probably buy some more shirts than I would probably buy more vinyl now because I, I really enjoy the T-shirts. So that that's my little two cents on that. All right, Daniel, what about you? I think KISS uh, has stepped up this year with, with the box sets and uh, the soundboards and so on, the off-the-soundboard stuff. So they've done a great job. Previously, they have had a hard time releasing anything interesting. But this year, they've done quite a, a, a few good things. But I, ra I rather stick with the things released by the fans because they are really what matters at, at this point to me. Fans that do give a damn and release stuff that... We haven't seen before. We mentioned Andrew Skimberry earlier. His stuff is great, and I've enjoyed it for years now. I think uh, it's fantastic that he does that without, you know, um, actually getting anything for it. Uh, people do appreciate his talents, and maybe that can get him some sort of job. But it's all for free. Uh, so actually, you guys made me buy this book. So we I made think you. This, this kind of made stuff you pointed pointed uh, the gun uh, to your head. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you you convinced me. You convinced me. And no, 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 okay. no. It it was it was good. It was a good book, a good read. I liked it. So thanks for that tip. Yeah, like it's imperfect. But put in the go. effort and release. You know, so so this, if you can call it merch, I don't know. But but putting in an effort. Uh, putting their passion across, getting others in on it. You could actually say that, you know, yeah, podcasting is also something that I enjoy, even though it's not really merch, but, but uh, you know, fan contribution out from, from their passion. It's always the best. And I actually ordered another book today. It's called uh, Kill Tour, 1903 to 1983. So I'm hoping to get that in early January, maybe. I think the author is called Julian Gill. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that one. I, I heard of him, one? yeah. Who's Never that? heard of him. Yeah, uh, I think I've heard of him. Yeah. So, some more, more, more sure stuff. He likes the band people. <laughs> 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 the band. He must have banned you. <laughs> the band, they got my money when it comes to tickets, so I need to, to give some money to the fans as well. Most I have to say, I'm very surprised that this time around, I'm not the one with the worst internet connection today. That's a shot at Daniel. You, you traded routers with uh, <laughs> Daniel, I think. 
I have some. I see. I have a problem with the connection. I don't know what it is today. Snow. There's something going on. It's got. Uh, yeah, it might be snow. Actually, it yeah. might be the snow because mm. it's snowing as hell outside now. Oh, I'm nice. Sorry. Well, let's go back to that question I posed at the beginning. Um, ah, yes. Favorite podcast episodes podcast. that we've done this year mm -hmm. and from other podcasts. Um, you know, I, I'm going to say for our shows, my favorite episode is plural because it's any episode we've done that I'm not a participant on that you guys do without <laughs> me because oh. then I get to watch the show and enjoy it Ooh, as sorry. a bystander. No, it well. <laughs> to me it's really important for the show to not be about me, um, mm -hmm. because when I host them, the most of the time I inject myself and my style into them, and to let you guys just run wild and do your own thing and be your own people and bosses. Uh, because again, I I keep the the stopwatch running for each episode and how long I think it can be kept on life support. Um, so yeah. you know those have been my favorite episodes that we've, we every episode is special because we get together with friends and talk about kiss so it's like picking your children yeah one of them eats crayons but you still love them all equally um yeah. so so that's my, Mark. That, that's that's my take on on our show and people are gonna say well that's a cop-out so that you don't have to pick one no it really is like that for me and for the other podcast, you know, I'm going three sides. My favorite episode was the one where I was on. Wow. How self-serving oh is that? No, because everyone or, or many people were expecting that okay. to be a shit show of antagonism and real negativity. What was that? But I think we, we got to show people that even while we may throw knives at one another now and then, that we still have a common interest in the band on many of the topics. Um, you know, I've posted quite a few Three Sides episodes this year. That I've really gotten back into listening to that show. Um, you know, if I pick a favorite episode, it's definitely Blackie Lawless because that, that was just such a big get. Um, and, and obviously, it, it, it would be a challenge for another show to get him. But, you know, I really enjoyed that. And some of the kiss minutiae that came out of that episode was really interesting. There, there've been so many good episodes, uh, you know, relating to kiss this year that it is hard to pick one. Mark. Well, I, it's, it's funny. Uh, you almost mirrored what I was going to say exactly, because the, my favorite episode actually was for, for four twenty, where it was us four, where you were away, Julian, and we did the Loomis stuff there i believe it is called here uh the end is looming that that was an end that was that episode there and i thought that yeah. that one that, that was pretty good that one we, <laughs> we we did a good job i think and uh you know look i i love doing all these things i mean the death matches are one of the things i love doing as well yeah, on fun. this podcast for sure but i have to admit that was kind of fun to do because it was a time where there was a great buzz going on within the KISS community at that time, talking about all these things. And, you know, you were so busy doing things that it would have been, it would have been uh, sad, I think, that if we didn't do any episodes. No, I, I, I just didn't want to participate in them. Yeah. I oh, wasn't okay. busy. No. I just, yeah. I just okay. declined to be a so, part of that conversation. Yeah, so, but, but, it, but it was great. Yeah. But it was great. I thought that it went well. We did, a, we did a good job on it and there was a good reaction to it. And my favorite, uh, other podcasts actually ironically enough was the one with you on 
three sides because I don't. No, seriously, because I don't like watching three sides. I I find them annoying, to be quite honest. That podcast. So, but that was the only episode that I watched from them this year that I didn't switch off. Like after about five ten minutes of watching it, because I thought that it was you. You, you did a good job on there, and you know you were pushing. A, a book that I, th- I thought needed, you know, to get some good support. And I think it did. And I think that it was a good episode that it's probably, that says a lot that out of all of their stuff that they put out, your episode is the one that I actually watched the whole episode of. I, could, I can't watch most of their episodes, to be honest, no offense to them, but it's just there. There's something about their style of podcasting. I just don't like. Yeah, nice shout out to Podcast Rock City out there from Robert Dunning. Thank you, Robert, for mentioning that. Lonnie, what about you? Uh, which other podcast that you appeared on was your favorite episode this which year? That I, appeared on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get asked for a lot of guest appearances. But um, there, there you go. If you run a podcast, Lonnie's available for guest appearances. Lonnie's available. Um, no, I, I love all the shows we do together. It's, it's appointment. It's appointment for me every Thursday, and I feel bad the weeks that if if for some reason work or life catches up with me and I and I can't do the show for whatever reason, um, I love it. I just love sitting here and and just talking kiss with my buddies for an hour every week about either what was said on the board or you know what releases are coming out, what we think might be happening, what we're pissed off about this week, whatever. You know, because it, it is like what I would do with, with my kiss friends, just sit around and just bullshit for an hour. And the fact that people tune in and watch it, watch this every week, I think is, you know, is, is just kind of crazy. My dad goes, you still do that? People still watch that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so um, I know I, I love just talking with you guys every week. And as far as a show that I, a, a, a podcast that I wasn't on, but I really enjoyed was when um, Julian interviewed James Campion earlier this year about Take a Sad Song, oh, his yeah. book about Hey Jude. I really love James's work. He did that whole book on Destroyer, and um, he did that book about um, Hey Jude, and that was excellent as well. It's one of my one of my other favorite shows of, of the year. Yeah, no, that book James Campion did oh, absolutely fantastic. spectacular. Just a, a deep, loving read of the era uh, in which Hey Jude was born and so much more uh, to go along with it. All right, you, Daniel, tell us which Swedish podcast episode was your favorite because you're 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 great at representing that part of the world and kind of translating it into English for us. But, you know, what was your favorite FAQ episode and what was your favorite other show? Well, my favorite Kiss FAQ episode, I have to just um, uh, get on what Lana said there, that it's just um, such a uh, such an opportunity as a Kiss fan to have this kind of show and being able to talk with you guys an hour here and there uh, about Kiss. Because I remember way back six, seven years ago, both me and Ken said that it was... It was so. Uh, it was uh, such a game changer for us to to have other Kiss fans that we could talk to, uh, because I haven't had a Kiss fans, um, you know, around me. Mm. So so, it's a have been a great six or seven years or whatever it is now. Uh, so so that's the main thing. But when it comes to episodes, I would say actually episode four two six. 
I think we it was a ranking episode. I'm really into the ranking, the lists and mm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, so so I really enjoy those kind of shows. And we ranked the best Kiss songs. I think it was a really simple list. We we, lit, mm. we, we contributed, I think it was 10 or 20 of our favorite songs. And then we compiled it. And then and I think Black Diamond won in the end or something yeah. like that. Um, I really enjoyed it. I don't know why, but, but, but it's always been a thing for me. I, I have... I always like lists and, and you know ranking stuff. So, so that's one that stands out. Um, and of course, being able to finally have all Scandinavians on a on a show. I remember when it was it was a live show. Uh, it was episode four, three, six. Uh, I think that was just one of the initial thoughts I had for the podcast that that we could have you know people from other parts of the world because mm. all the podcasts were from North America and there's nothing wrong with that but I, I wanted to hear different perspectives so the initial thought was was to have people from you know South America Australia Scandinavia and so on and it actually took seven years before I managed to have any sort of episode in that vicinity so 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 that was Kind of cool, uh, just the fact that we managed to do one of those episodes. I hope you're planning your next you. one. I hope you're planning your next one because it has to happen. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, some of the same guys or different, you know, Scandinavian Kiss fans, um, because I I'm still all up for you know having shows that are in that vein because that was an excellent show. And I also learned a lot listening to that one as well. Mm. Um, some of the participants on that episode had some very fascinating stories, um, not only as Scandinavian KISS fans, but as KISS fans from different eras. It, it really it really was a good episode. So thank you so much for doing that. And thank you for the guys who participated in it. Didn't you do an episode earlier today with uh, Yeah, You did a quiz show? Yeah, I did a different day because Ken hates it when I do quiz shows on, on the Kiss FQ. I don't hate it. <laughs> no, I come up, I come off a, little, a bit harsh. I guess it's because it's my second language. But you know, Ken hasn't been um, that uh, very good. Excited yeah, about I, them? He hasn't been that excited that I hoped he would be when I presented stuff like the quizzes. So uh, Come on, uh, get excited. Oh, I... and other podcasts. <laughs> Just my are really, subjects. Uh, we'll, we'll get, maybe we can do one in, in the future, and, and you can yeah. you can uh, tell me what subject you you want. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, uh, So so we did a kind of a different take earlier today. Um, and it was great fun. Uh, so if I can mention. Uh, 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 an episode outside of the realm of the Kiss FAQ, I could pick that one. Uh, it's uh, the podcast is called Kiss, uh, what's it called? Kiss Destroyer Alive, mm. uh, a Swedish yeah. Kiss Armor, or something like that. Yeah. And we did that show earlier today. Uh, and I, I did a kind of a different um, approach, uh, and, and I actually copied a, a lot of. of uh, uh, themes and question or, or way of asking questions from from a game show that I really enjoy here over in Sweden, and I kind of translated it into a kiss show. Mm. So it, it, it was real fun. Maybe we can do it some sometime in the future if 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 Ken wants to do it. <laughs> All right, Ken. Ken, what say you? You can do it, Daniel. It's okay. <laughs> um, I want you to be a part of it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. 
No, it's mm-hmm. not. Okay. Um, my favorite, uh, at least Kiss FAQ ones, uh, episodes are the ones that they don't met- mention Dubai at all. <laughs> so, we almost made it today. Almost made it, but I, I mentioned it. it. So you, I just blew it okay. you, you know anyway, how it's going to go. If we don't mention Dubai, we'll mention magic. Yeah. Oh, God. oh no. Oh, no. Don't even go there. Um, but seriously, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, the Luma stuff was all fun and kind of controversial in a way, and some of that talking about the gooch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that stuff. Sorry. You know the creature stuff. We we get excited when they, you know these new box sets come. You know, it seems once a year now, um, and talking about you know what we think she could be in it, and and then we see what's going to be in it. Then we review what's going to be in it, and kind of you know it's 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 a cool thing and it's very exciting you know to get something different or new or something we haven't you know heard before so so that's 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 my favorite stuff um as far as other podcasts i'd love to hear more podcast um oh. you know I, I really would love that that's always yeah. you know the high quality you know show from uh you know ken mills um so that and and then there's a, there's a couple others you know you know check out you know kiss my wax I, I i like to you know check those out especially when they talk about the vinyl uh that's the stuff i like to you know or doing you know. the unboxing with the designer of the box i mean that was really cool oh was, yeah yeah, yeah like tom German, and a half hours, right yeah yeah vinyl. that that was great stuff so uh, I like all that stuff, uh, you know, and there's other ones, you know, Podcast Rock City and so on. There, there's so many now out there. Uh, I'm glad they're doing their thing. So it's all good. Yeah. I, I want to just address this comment quickly. Uh, the the Rockologist thing, I, I have no idea. I have no information. What's my take on fans turning into record execs? Uh, probably the same as my take on KISS fans turning into book publishers or musicians. Mm. You know, if you can do it, great. And if you can't, well, uh, we, we've seen what happened to people who want to be authors who can't. So mm. um, <laughs> as for the record stuff, no no, no idea. I'm, I'm not in that realm. I stay out of that whole area. Mark, yes. did I go to you? Did yes. I go to you? I did? Well, yeah. shit. Well, he usually does that to me, so you're I know. okay. I, I, I always, I always, I always lose track of shit. He forgets a, one of us one or one time a show. Mark wonders why our shows are sixty minutes because that's about the maximum attention span that uh, Julian has at <laughs> <laughs> any given time. Oh no! Whoa! See the attention See? span of Lonnie. Just yeah, we, we've we've exceeded things, and there's obviously a game on. So, yeah. all right, I, let's see. He's back. Welcome back, Lonnie. Good to see you. Thursday night football game start now? Or yeah, I think my wife started up Amazon downstairs. <laughs> All right. Any 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 last yep. thoughts on uh, 2022? You know, b- before we move on and end. Uh, I I hope from a vinyl pressing standpoint, we don't have to wait as long anymore for stuff to get pressed. Oh, and just a little self-plug. I just got to gotta quickly just say this before we go. I got my Dark Monarchy CDs in today. So uh, for for those of you who bought, I'm going to start mailing them after New Year's. So they have arrived. Yep. All right. Well, I guess that's just about it. So, you know, from all of us, uh, 
the KISS FAQ, wishing everyone a happy and prosperous 2023, a healthy one as well at that. Um, I won't be around next week, so you guys get to start off the year without me. Uh, I'll be in England. Whoa. So just uh, hopping over for a couple of days, take care of some stuff. <laughs> yeah, a couple of record stores to visit. Um, mm. But all through this year, thank you for joining us for all these episodes, for joining us on the Look It's Rock and Roll podcast episodes. You know, next year, we're going to get going with the look podcast a bit more got some lots of episodes lined up uh to finish off that discography i'm going to be uh starting up a sick as a pod podcast and you can guess which band that's about um aerosmith i don't think there is uh, any dedicated show currently to that but with it being the 50th anniversary of the release of their first album in next week um i do want to get that moving currently reaching out to a few folk but for now, for everyone who's joined us tonight, thank you for giving us your time. We hope we'll see you next year. Have a good New Year's. Have a safe New Year's. And don't forget to play some Kiss music. So for now, from Daniel, Ken, Mark, and Lonnie, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the Kiss FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.